0: CHAPTER Six, AMARNA In Armana, Egypt, Pharaoh Akhenaten and his wife Nefertiti waited with Pahanate, the commissioner of Canaan and Amuru, for the scribe to unwrap the latest tablet from Gubla. Akhenaten was a handsome king, a bit over six feet tall. The dark-skinned ruler had curly black hair and a long, slender face with flashing, dark-brown eyes. He knew all about Gubla's Mea Ribhada, whose name came up often in Amenhotep III, Akhenaten's father's court. What was that last worry Ribhada wrote about? Pharaoh queried Nefertiti. He complains Abdi Ashurta acts as though he were the Mitanni king and the Kassite king all in one, the beautiful queen replied. Nefertiti was lighter-skinned than her husband. She was born in Akhmim, a city on the Nile known for exceptional horses. Her father was General Ai, the great horseman of Pharaoh's cavalry. Nefertiti's recent ancestors hailed from the area of ancient Syria and Lebanon, and she maintained a keen interest in the affairs of the region. Migrating to Egypt with their horses a few generations earlier, their excellent horsemanship quickly elevated these foreigners into Egyptian nobility. Being of Syrian descent, Nefertiti knew much of Ishtar. Akhenaten didn't understand the urgency Ribhada, the mayor of Gubla, felt. So long as trade continued to flow, a small, distant skirmish was not significant. After all, it took a lot of money and promises to get the army on the road, and at this moment, foreign affairs took a back seat to Akhenaten's domestic worries. Within Egypt, the question of Pharaoh's ultimate authority was indeed becoming an issue. When he became pharaoh, Akhenaten destroyed all Egyptian gods except one. Now, only Aten, the sun god, mattered. Akhenaten ordered the names of all the others removed from walls, tombs, and monuments, severely angering the right wing of his constituency. His New Age theocracy put the priests of Amun out of work, and they were resisting his efforts and questioning his power. Things only worsened as pharaoh began to feel his age. His muscles tired quicker, and his joints complained louder than ever. He began to wonder if he had created his own misery. Each line of kings before him had adopted one deity, as the royal patron and supreme god, just as he did, but other gods were also recognized and worshipped. Akhenaten was the first pharaoh to exclude other deities in his pantheon, and he went even further. By changing his name from Amenhotep IV to Akhenaten, He finalized this installation by declaring himself the son of God. Akhenaten literally means the son of Aten. The problem was Aten didn't give a damn about Akhenaten's arthritis or obesity or his inability to achieve an erection. By placing himself as the sole intermediary between Aten and the Egyptian people, Akhenaten had exiled the very gods who may have been able to help him. In his desire for ultimate power, he had rejected Osiris and Isis, as well as a plethora of other helpful gods. Now, none of the gods of the traditional Egyptian pantheon could be called on to help the aging king. Akhenaten needed to look elsewhere for gods or goddesses of healing, and asked his consort Nefertiti, the great royal wife, about the goddess Ishtar. Ishtar is the goddess of fertility and war, she told Akhenaten. She has ruled the Mitanni kingdom for a thousand years, and she is also respected by the Egyptians. Your father, Amenhotep III, asked King Tushrada to send a statue of Ishtar from Nineveh when he was ill. I will arrange this for you as well if you wish, but I believe there was another matter with him that hasn't been settled. Really, what exactly is the problem with Tushrata? I believe I can answer that, sire, Pharaoh's scribe spoke up. He wants more tribute for his daughter. "'I don't believe this. His daughter was my father's concubine, and I have merely inherited her. Why didn't they settle this a long time ago? What was it he wrote?' "'It says,' the scribe pulled out a recent tablet and cleared his throat, throat) "'gold is as dust in the land of my brother,' the scribe looked up at Pharaoh. "'Well, that's not exactly correct. But what is his problem?' To paraphrase it, he does not like the statues your father sent him. They were gold-plated.' and he was expecting solid gold. Here, I will read you the portion. And about the gold that my brother sent, I gathered together all my foreign guests. My brother, before all of them, the gold that he sent has been cut open, and they wept very much, saying, Are all of these gold? They do not look like gold. This is bullshit, Pharaoh exploded, agitated. The king spewed, black words, angrily pacing back and forth, wondering where this Tushrata fellow found the nerve to complain to him. "'This is total stupidity. "'It doesn't matter anyway. "'The only way he could have discovered this "'was to deface the statue, which is illegal. "'Does he not know? "'He could be put to death for that. "'Tell him so, the idiot!' Um, sir,' the scribe hesitated. "'When he was angry, Pharaoh did not care "'who was on the receiving end of it, "'and this scribe was directly in firing range. Teshra maintains his daughter is too precious "'to exchange for gold-plated statues. "'I see.' Well, ask Tushrata if he wants the woman back. After all, I inherited her from father. She was not even given directly to me. He paused a moment. Akhenaten felt Tushrata was frivolous, petty, and generally irritating. But a smooth relationship was crucial right now. Both Tushrata's and Akhenaten's borders were being threatened by the Hittite leader, King supiluliuma Not wanting to start a conflict over a mere concubine, he thought perhaps it would be better to solve the dispute first, and then ask a favor. Go ahead, ask again, and find out exactly what Tashrada wants. He's an inexperienced fool. The whole family is falling apart. Yet, we are forced to deal with him, so placate him the best you can. And Nefertiti, make sure he sends Ishtar's statue. I need her help. Irritated, Pharaoh went on to his next problem. And what was Ribhata asking for? Protection from Abdiashirta, the scribe reminded him. Frankly, I'm glad Gubla isn't within shouting distance, the Pharaoh complained to Paanati. How many tablets do we have now from Gubla? Forty? he asked the scribe. Fifty six. Fifty six Wow. Send this message back right away. Pharaoh dictated to his scribe. You are the one who writes to me more than all the other mayors what you do not comprehend is the egyptian king will not organize and dispatch an entire army north to preserve the political status quo of your minor city on the fringe of his kingdom akhenaten paused did you get it all he asked the scribe nodded send it off when you're done ribhara is not important enough to worry about that was it end of discussion next akhenaten directed his ire onto Paanate, instructing the scribe to read another tablet Read Ribhada's reports to Pa'anate,' the pharaoh directed. The scribe read, "'So now, Ashurta has written to the troops, "'Assemble in the temple of Nunurta, and let us fall upon Gubla. "'Look, there is no one that will save it from us. "'Then let us drive out the mayors from the country, "'that the entire country be joined to the Hibiru. "'Should even the king come out, the entire country will be against him. "'And what will he do to us?' Ribhada goes on, pharaoh,' the scribe said, and continued to read." Accordingly, they have made an alliance among themselves, and accordingly, I am very, very afraid, since, in fact, there is no one who will save me from them. Like a bird in a trap, so I am in Gubla. Why have you neglected your country? I have written like this to the palace, but you do not heed my words. Rebhada also reports Abdiyashirta has broken into your house and slept in your bed, Pahanate, Pharaoh exploded, and he has broken into the royal treasury. You should not have left. It was too dangerous to stay in Samira, Your Excellency, Pahanate began. Abdiyashurta incites the locals to rise up against their Egyptian overlords. After taking Shigata for himself, Abdiyashurta said to the men of Samira, My town, kill your leader, and then you will be like us, and at peace. They were won over. They're following his message, and they are like the Habiru. Still, you should not have left, Pharaoh said angrily. Pahanate paused and nodded. Abdiyashirta is destabilizing the region, Pharaoh. Ripare is correct. We need to send troops. I will send a letter to Abdiyashirta and return at once. No, Pahanati. You are no longer commissioner. I have appointed Kaip instead. He will open a diplomatic avenue to Abdiyashirta. And I will send General Amanapa with troops to Gubla. You're dismissed. End of chapter. Thank you for listening you can follow the story on my blog jeadvm.com once on my blogs front page go to the menu pick my books and select Katie Becomes Ishtar that'll take you to the ancient Katie series of books Inconvenient Goddess can be purchased as an old-fashioned paper book or an e-book as well as an audiobook set or can be downloaded from the audiobook site, Spotify. More details are on my website, jeadvm.com.